Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. guys welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies today we have a different theme for this episode we are trying to learn about farming and agriculture in india this is a very important part in our life and we tend to ignore it day by day so i have brought my friend who is an expert in this field and who shall give us some information about this field and talk about his projects and his ventures to improve this field both from a technological standpoint and from an awareness standpoint so uh, let's not waste much time i'll give this platform to my friend navdeep who will introduce us about himself and then you know we'll talk about the different aspects about farming in general so navdeep over to you thanks anshul to give this topic a platform in your uh, podcast actually this is one of the things which is very useful nowadays for many of you lockdown and this corona made us realize the importance of uh, agriculture and the food industry so many of the youths are trying to uh, make career into this and in few past months only we received interest of many youth joining with us and learning about agriculture and agrotech so i think this podcast will help them to make up understanding about agriculture industry and how agriculture works how agrotech helps farmer to grow more efficiently and effectively thanks to you because you agreed to be this platform and you are such a positive force when we were in college you started working on your interest towards farming and agriculture right from the very first year and you pursued it up until now and you're continuing to do so so it's a very great i think a milestone and a stand which you take to educate our youth and to increase the industry of agrotech so we'll go to that ventures soon but so first of all i would like to know personally i do not have much knowledge about the farming industry or the agrotech industry in india and i'm hoping that the listeners will also not have that much idea so why don't you know explain us about that like what is the current state of indian farming and how is the government involved and how much is the government involved in that so starting with the current state of farming currently in india majority of the farmers are marginal farmers means they have the average land holding of farmer is 2 to 3 hectares in india so the problem why they are not able to grow or why they are still a marginal farmer even though we are seeing a boom in the food industry still why the money is not getting there so first thing is the way they are growing is a very inefficient way and after the green revolution they had been taught to use fertilizers and agrochemicals as much as possible to make healthy vegetation or to grow a healthy crop that habit made them use agrochemicals without any precautions or without any limitation 
and it somehow affected the environment as well as their land and the production is going down day by day currently if you will see the crop per acre in india is far much more less than what the other nation is growing per acre so that's totally because of the lack of usage of technology and the preciseness of operating in a scientific way of farming uh, right now the way the farmer is using his resources is totally based upon whatever his past experience or if someone has suggested him to use certain chemicals so without further research or something for example there's some disease he might be facing in his farm so he might not consult to scientists there are scientists available at free of cost from government side those are called reo ruler extension officers who are there to help farmers regarding all this sort of issues but they are not aware of this or they don't want to go to them and they directly take help of few fertilizer companies wholesaler or retailer who suggest them their own uh, agrochemicals insecticide pesticide or fertilizer whatever agrochemicals they suggest they use it and they use it in a very inefficient manner for example if you are taking paracetamol if you are sick the doctor will prescribe you to take paracetamol two tablets a day of 600 mg maybe so there is a precise way of giving paracetamol to you the same way plant is also a living being and we should take care of it like that only like everything should be very precise and the resources or the inputs which we are giving to the farmland or to the crop we in very precise manner and to achieve that we should monitor our crops or we should monitor our land and accordingly we should give the agrochemicals cause recently you will say to the farmers that stop using this agrochemicals it's not possible right now so the one way to proceed further is that at least start limiting the excess usage of agrochemicals and slowly moving towards organic so the only way to do that is first start monitoring that at least we know the actual condition for example how i will know that anshul is having fever if i will use thermometer and then i will see there's a temperature rise so the same way we should treat plant as well but we are not doing all these steps with the plant and we are simply using agrochemicals i will visit to a farmer's place and i ask many of the farmer what is the measure they are using to spray fertilizer i never got an answer that they are doing their soil test or they are using some certain sort of device first measure the need of that particular fertilizer and then they are spraying it they are simply buying kilos and kilos of this fertilizers as all these fertilizers are available in a very subsidized rate yeah so like i want to understand this one as you mentioned that the industry is basically based on influence rather than scientific study where they listen to each other rather than actually getting the soil tested actually taking the measurements as you stated actually consulting the scientists so where do you think the problem lies here because like from what i understand the main issue that might lie here is awareness among the farmers or education so what do you think will be the major reason why this such a trend is happening in india there are multiple reasons uh, behind this starting from the government side till uh, the past history of our agriculture as i stated 
all this matter started uh, happening after the green revolution only when the scientific way of farming is very much popularized like uh, in punjab one thing which i would like you to also give a small introduction on is what is green revolution like there might be many people who might not know what green revolution is so if you could just briefly explain what that is and then continue with your point so yeah in 1998 government started few policies through which they started spreading about the scientific way of farming before that all it was organic way only but government realized that we should start using the more scientific form of farming by using all this agrochemicals and all so they start promoting agrochemicals from 1998 and they set an example in punjab by showing the increase in production by this way no doubt it was the need of our uh, that time but proper measures were not taken that time to promote it the only funda they said is use agrochemicals and uh, you will get increase in production no doubt that increase the production significantly because farmers were not using fertilizers and there was uh, some sort of lack of fertility and there was no usage of high yield variety seeds so that time uh, hyb seeds were also uh, promoted by hyb seeds you mean hybrid seeds right yeah yeah high yield variety seeds we say it that seed needs more specific kind of nutrition the more specific kind of uh, agrochemicals in the soil like npk nitrogen potassium and phosphorus or dap or urea so that was not present in the soil so they started promoting all this agrochemicals but they didn't mentioned how to use this or how much quantity we should use so that started becoming a problem because uh, in farmers mind they thought as much as fertilizer we will use into the farm the more production we will get there is a specific quota decided by government uh, means there's a subsidized fertilizer available for them and they avail all the fertilizer available in their quota and they use it into the farm without taking proper measures there's a whole a uh, government mechanism which works in the agriculture industry one of the ways they have some officers available in every division they divided the whole india into multiple divisions whole state into multiple divisions so which is been administered by the reos or krishi vigyan kendras or indira gandhi krishi vishwavidyalayas so all this uh, organizations are responsible to aware farmers about whatever government policies are implemented or whatever new techniques are coming into the market but the thing is there is not a good coordination between this government bodies and the farmers the way few of the officers treat farmers or the way they interact with uh, farmers not a very good manner and it made farmers very much arrogant about the government and government policies due to which it became a very tough job for government officials as well to make aware of all this technology already government are working into this soil testing and all this sort of technology which uh, farmer can use the resources very efficiently the only mission which uh, every government body is working upon is every acre there should be more and more crop 
which is the main agenda on which government is working upon but to implement all of those things they alone can't do it so farmer needs to get involved with them and there's a totally i can see a gap between the farmer and the government policies when i talk to them about why they don't go to indira gandhi krishi vidyalay or krishi vigyan kendra or why they don't contact to reos the rural extension officers so they stated that we are not very much fond of their work and the way they interact with us is not very good and sometimes they misguide also and sometimes there is no proper guidance from that side as well i think government should also ensure proper monitoring in their own mechanism as well that what is going wrong in their mechanism and how uh, they can correct it and they should start working on building a good image with the farmers by interacting with them in a proper manner i went to a agriculture societies established by government bodies through this societies only they give the agri loans and all the seeds fertilizers all this sort of things they distribute from this agriculture societies only so i went to one of this agriculture societies and i experienced what farmers were saying if government is giving agri loan to this farmers procedure to get this agri loan is by submitting a form or doing some sort of paperwork but a farmer who is illiterate don't know how to read how to write how he will apply for that when i went there there was so much crowd in just one place that it was impossible to the officer or to the person who was working into the society to help each and every one many of them were not able to fill the form so some of the volunteers who were with me helped few farmers to fill the forms some were applying for the seeds some were applying for the fertilizers or someone was applying for the loan but that was just one day thing for us and we also want to make sure that we as an npo how we can solve certain things but we also have certain limitations we also have limitation of funding and all those sort of things so majority of the things can be solved by farmers and the government bodies only and in some places the ngos and npos like us can uh, come as moderator between the government bodies and farmers and solve the things between them yeah that's actually really nice to learn about how the farming industry is currently uh, one thing which i wanted to add or i wanted to understand is first of all is about the technology in the farming era because usually when we think about farming or agriculture in general we have this old images there's a bullock cart uh, plowing the fields and probably there is a tractor and that's basically it like we don't understand the importance of technology in any industry for that matter especially in farming industry so briefly if you could explain not getting too technical but on why is technology needed in the farming industry as you mentioned the technology is in every field and because people are more capital driven or the more profit driven in other industry they realize the need of the hour and they upgraded the technology in their industry very soon but still in agriculture people are very ignorant about the agro technology agro tech can help us monitor our farms so as i mentioned we are taking the measures or we are uh, using the agrochemicals without monitoring without knowing the need of our land or without knowing the need of our crop we are simply using the agrochemical 
and then second thing is to automate things as there is very big labor problem in the agriculture industry people are moving from village to cities and there is totally a big gap in agri labor so when you say automation so what exactly will be automated in the farming industry if you could give a one or two examples yeah for example one of the very common thing uh, which is being used in agriculture is first thing is irrigation and second thing is fertigation irrigation is providing the water to the land or to the crop and fertigation means providing fertilizers to the land so we can use the smart way of doing this the smart irrigation systems or the automated system which are into the market but problem is the existing smart irrigation system or the fertigation system which is into the market is very highly priced as it's been imported from israel or the european countries and the user interface of all these smart systems are in english language which is not very much suitable or which is not very much user friendly for the indian farmers so this is where many indian companies like me are coming forward and working upon building solutions which are indian farmers friendly and we are trying to reduce the cost as much as possible in making all this sort of devices or agro equipments which can bring efficiency and which can make farmers life more prosperer one more thing which i would add upon is as i was talking about the fertigation system or the irrigation system so what a smart irrigation system or what smart fertigation system does is there are uh, some sort of sensors uh, which has been installed in in the whole cropland and then accordingly we irrigate or fertigate our land and all this are done using a very automated uh, system in which uh, there is no need of labor or there is no need of farmers interaction into this so farmer can uh, use all this technology to eliminate the labor problem or uh, to make their farming more efficiently like this is actually a very nice input because people need to know that running from technology or running from automation will not help we need to adapt and improve ourselves to engulf this technology adapt to these technologies and improve our capacity or improve our yield i am actually now moving to a more somber topic and a very sad topic which it comes up in newspapers on a very regular basis that we see that multiple farmers are taking the route of suicides instead of um, how would i put this so basically there are too many deaths in the farming industry and just to give a clarity on that why do you think is that a reason so actually the reason behind the increasing suicide rate in india is one of the major reason is the debt trap so how this debt trap is so much high in the agriculture industry or in in the rural areas as i told that agro input is not been measured or is not been used very efficiently so the cost of farming is increasing day by day means the cost of agrochemicals the seeds and uh, the farming industry is very uncertain for example you are a money lender in rural area and generally what i observed in many of the villages where i went they take money from the local money lender in their village there are agri loans available from the government side which is uh, in zero interest and many benefits are there in from taking loan from the government but the problem with this is the procedure to get that loan not very much farmer friendly they don't know how to get those loan or so they simply take the loan from the local money vendor and they don't 
use the simple interest formula they use the compound interest formula while putting the interest into the loan it creates a debt trap for example you took 100 rupees from me today something happened in your farmland all of sudden rain started crop was already ripe now the rain started due to which all the crop got rotten out so you had complete loss of the crop due to this situation in farmers life there's only one time where they can earn in the whole year or some farmers also earn twice a year only so if something happens that time for the whole year they don't have any money and they also don't have any money to restart their farming business so what happens is they go to this xyz money lender they lend certain amount of money to survive and to purchase seeds or fertilizer and all those sort of things for the next crop cycle and he start harvesting this crop and all and he will have a calculation that okay next year somehow if i took 5000 rupees from this money lender and he will say that uh, with interest it will be 7000 in 6 months so he will think that okay i will somehow be able to pay this 2000 rupees interest in next 6 months i will be able to grow this crop but what will happen his crop will again fail somehow in the next year due to some reasons maybe for example this locust attack happened in india the same way there are many uncertainties in agriculture industry like it's full of uncertainties due to some natural calamities or some disease he will face one more uh, crop loss now he will start entering into a debt trap now he will acquire some more money from the money lender and this money lender is giving him money in security or in collateral he will take this farmer's land according to the value of that land only he will start giving him loan the interest is multiplying day by day in a very faster way so he entered this debt trap and very soon he will reach the amount which is equal to the price of his land and he won't be able to get more money from the money lender and the person who lended him money will take the land of the farmer that's the time when farmer will realize that he has no other option to survive or he has no other option to make live at that time he takes this strong step of quitting his life that's a really sad option where the money lenders are such shrewd that they don't even care about people's lives and they have such harsh policies while giving out loans and people falling into debt traps but hopefully in future this will improve hopefully in future we'll be able to reach a stage where such situations don't arise by the use of technology we can improve our crop yield or by getting more official and serious middlemen or brokers or money lenders who are more pragmatic about this approach but lastly i would just like to ask about this thing that you know due to this current covid scenario in the past 2 3 months like how do you think is the farming industry impacted uh, definitely there's a lot of changes in agriculture industry uh, due to this uh, outbreak and not only in agriculture industry i think in every industry there's a big change so one thing uh, which we noticed is in the marketplace like the mandis and all this bazaars farmer used to sell their agro products so that is one of the place where it's impacted the most because uh, farmers are not able to sell their agro inputs in the starting days there was a big failure of the whole supply chain mechanism which is working currently 
which is very unorganized it made a huge loss to farmers but one positive thing is government actually started thinking about it and started organizing the whole supply chain in many of the states for example one of the scheme which government launched is some vehicle they were providing free of cost so that farmers can sell their agro products to the market and then they also realized the value of post harvest management and food processing in situations like this if we would have the proper infrastructure of post harvest management and food processing we would have utilized all the agro products which were wasted and our farmers who worked so hard to grow all this agro products and then they don't had any choice other than growing or just like exposing it into the open farmland and actually it is bad for environment as well the way the farmer disposed of their agro products because all the way it's been exposed right now is emitting so much of carbon dioxide actually this would have been used as fertilizer as well but as you can say the lack of awareness or the lack of proper mechanism and infrastructure to process all this sort of things it somehow impacted the environment as well as it made a huge loss to the farmers um, obviously this uh, outbreak has impacted all industry especially farming industry which is such a volatile industry in itself and given that in such an unorganized sector it has impacted that much hopefully government will provide more measures and organize it in a better fashion but given that we listened to all of this problems and understood about the farming industry and the agro industry in general one thing which i would like everybody to know that navdeep here he is basically the founder and ceo of his own startup sangawari and where he coming from the similar background he tries to tackle all of the problem by using technology so we would like to continue this so for this episode we would like the listeners to think about these issues and understand the farming industry and in the upcoming episode we'll hear navdeep speak about his company sangawari and what are the products and the services that he uses and the way he came up with the idea to tackle such problems or to help the farmers in whatever way possible so we'll meet all of you guys soon and navdeep thank you so much for being in this episode it was great talking to you thanks a lot anshul for inviting me over and giving me a platform in your space no absolutely like i've seen you from the first year of college and it was my pleasure of hosting you here so thank you so much and we'll talk to everybody soon bye bye Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.